Hey, eavesdroppers, welcome to Flapping Our Lips. We're just three sisters talking about random things. That was crazy. Sorry, guys. Keep going, girl. (laughs) And we invite you to eavesdrop on today's conversation. So in my mind, we were at the end. Excuse me, excuse me. (laughs) And not the beginning. Oh, that was funny. So today we're going to talk about who is the real you? Are you the same person in all environments, in all activities, in all places? I think I am. Slight variations, but I think I show up as the same person most of the time. Um, Obviously, there might be one and two like different. Obviously, if I'm you know, if I'm if if I've showed up someplace where I really don't know anybody, I'm in an environment where I'm a little unsure. I probably am a lot more reserved. So I've been going through this understanding of my introverted, extroverted personality. I happen to think I'm an introvert, truly and truly, but I show up in public usually very extroverted, and. Um, if I'm in an unfamiliar circumstance situation, I am probably going to show up more authentically as my introverted self while I get the lay of the land until I figure out people, until I, I understand the dynamics of whatever it is, wherever it is I am. So I, I guess in that sense, I would say um, I'm, I basically show up as who I am always, whether it's the introverted me or the extroverted me, it's always just me. Yeah, I thought about this and I I think I'm generally the the same person with the caveat a time and a place for everything. You know, I um I'm not going to throw out for example some Caribbean terminology at work cuz most of the people won't understand what I'm saying. So, uh there is that piece of me or when I worked at work, there were just some times when I would bring my lunch and I uh, I would opt not to have anything too fragrant because I didn't want anybody asking me no questions about it. So there are, there are subtle uh, adjustments that I make uh, in terms of who I am. Um, But in terms of my view and my perspective, and um, those are, those are the same throughout. Now I might deliver it a little differently depending on the setting and with whom I'm talking to. Um, but you're still going to get the same Kathy just with, you know, perhaps I won't be saying it the same way I would say to my husband or to my daughter or my, to my son, um, when I'm in the workplace. Um, but by the same token, I wouldn't use the same, um, I wouldn't communicate necessarily the same with a bunch of girlfriends or with you guys, uh, the same way that I would communicate at, at work. I do think that I do make some subtle adjustments to make sure that at, at the end of the day, uh, I'm getting what I need out of that conversation or interaction or experience, however you want to couch it. I think that um, to your point, the real me is probably a very shy person. People, when I say, oh, you're shy, they're like, you? I'm like, yes, I'm really a shy person. I'm, they're like, no, can't be, especially at work. But at work, I have to show up very differently because of my position, who I am, and so I have to push myself to be this other person, which is not necessarily the real me. It, it can also be in personal situations that people don't think I'm shy. 
but I'm usually very quiet. I'm not the person who's talking a lot. I listen a lot. Um, I digest a lot. I take in. I probably have a lot of conversations in my head because I have a lot of thoughts about what people are saying that I don't necessarily think need to always be communicated. So I definitely come across um, in at work probably very different because I have to be this person and I have to show up for my team in a way that um, I, th I think in a way that shows that I support them. So I speak to each person. I have a very large staff, a couple of hundred people. I know everybody's name. I know a little bit about everybody, Nor but I have to push myself to get to that um, space. And if something, or if I'm not liking a situation, I'd still have to push past that. And that's not typically, if I was left to my own devices, I'd probably uh, roll my eyes and suck my teeth and be out of there. But I can't do that because it's at work and I feel uh, I have a responsibility in my role. Uh, if it's in a situation where I'm going to an event where there's people that I don't know, I'm going to be that shy person and but I can engage in conversation or if I'm going to dinner with someone that I don't know, I put I can push myself because I've learned to master this craft at work. So I'm able to push myself and engage them in conversation, but I'm not really talking about myself. I'm really asking them questions about them and finding out and engaging them. It's almost like a salesperson. Probably I learned that from my husband. So engaging them and having this thoughtful conversation because I'm interested maybe in learning about them. And because I feel it's important to be a part of that discussion, especially if it's an intimate dinner. If it's a party, I could be, I'll look for who I know and be right there with the food in the corner and the drinks and um, okay with that. And if somebody comes over and talks to me, I'm open, but I'm not going to be the one who's extroverted and, or, you know, initiates the conversation like, hey, you know, thumbs up and all that uh that's just not who I am so it sounds I so really, familiar <laughs> I really don't always show up as my true self my tr I, I really most times don't just because of the situation and what I feel I must do that 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 sounds a lot like me to the Point where I actually had, um, so I, you know, I took on this additional responsibility at work, and uh, one of the senior leaders, he, he said to me, he's like, you know, Kathy, you always have something important to add to the conversation. I wish you would say it sooner, and I and I kind of disagree with him because I'm I usually have something useful to say because first I listened to what the situation was and understood what was uh, understood the assignment. And then at some point I will chime in and say, well, here are my thoughts. I'm not going to reserve them, but I'm going to reserve them to the point where I'm talking from a place of, okay, I understand what this situation is. I don't have to be the first to jump in. I very rarely will be because I do like to listen first. Uh, showing up to the party, yep, I will be with the food and, or with the people that, you know, in the circle that I know, I am not initiating. Unless there's, you know, maybe there's some eye contact or I, maybe I'm going to say, hey, I love your whatever. Um, you know, that's about the extent of it. I'm hap always happy to engage, but I'm very rarely the initiator of that. Um, 
engagement. And I, and yep, I'll ask a lot of questions and share only if people catch on and start asking me some, some pointed stuff. So um, I wouldn't say that, that all of those settings are not authentically me. I, I think they are. It's just that I evolve depending on the situation where, where I am. And, you know, like you all, I'm, I'm shy and more introverted, but I do have to pretend otherwise. And I, and I do tell people at work, I said, when I come in here, it's, you know, I have to push myself to be, um, what you described as that person that has to support the team that, uh, has to be a little bit more out there in order to meet my responsibilities, but it's not the comfort zone. So when all that is done, I need to go inside, decompress, hide, be quiet for a little while. And then I can regroup and, and come back. Cause they do say that takes a lot out of people who that's just not their nature to do that. Absolutely. Absolutely true. Um, similar to you guys, uh, people don't think when I tell people I'm an introvert and I am not, uh, I prefer to just be quiet and I'm in a corner. They're like, you No, no way you're not. And I'm like, you know what? It really is because similarly it takes a lot out of me when I am in my extroverted personality. Again, it is authentic. If I'm, if I'm comfortable with the people, I'm comfortable with the crowd I feel knowledgeable enough about the com- um, the topic to feel like I can offer contribution and, you know, um, come off knowledgeable. I, I am a little bit more loquacious and I can be more animated, but truly and truly, I would, m- my preference really is to sit quietly, be quiet. And after those episodes of spending time with people out in social interaction areas, I need I need that space to just be like by myself, quietly refilling my cup for that next episode of being an extrovert. You know what I would, well, what I just thought about and to ask myself that if I'm in some of those situations where it's more social setting and I'm feeling reserved, is it initially that I'm feeling not so confident And even though I feel I have a lot of confidence in who I am or I'm comfortable with how I look and all of those things, is it something that might be some remnant of a past or a childhood that might come into my mind initially that says, oh, you know, I'm not feeling so confident in this situation that makes me feel hesitant to be that extroverted person because I have no problem in engaging in a conversation, a thoughtful and, you know, charismatic conversation. I like to be funny and tell jokes and all those other good things. But is it really that I'm reserved or where's my shyness? Well, the question is, where's my shyness being driven from? And that I have to, um, I just said, thought to myself that I need to ask myself that when I get into these situations, because I might have this notion or anxious, like, oh, wow, you know, these people are from this and I don't feel like I'm in this realm that I'm joining in. And maybe I don't feel like I have the knowledge or the information, which never is the case. I can always be comfortable and these are just people, but something in my psyche, I think is probably questioning my ability. And I have to, again, just always be thoughtful. Not, not that we're having this conversation 
is that part of the driving force? Yeah, I think that's a, a that is a, a a great question, and you know, I might have to ask myself that question too. You know, uh, you know, we I work in a academic healthcare environment with people with alphabet soups behind their names. And I think that could be intimidating to, to some people and it can cause uh, hesitation to like, hmm, you know, will I be seen as the authority? But I also have to remember, Hey, I'm, I'm in this role because I was chosen to do this. And so absolutely I do. There are, I do know that there are times um, where as a very tall black woman in an environment where I'm oftentimes the only person of color in the room, sometimes I will find it, you know, I just kind of like, I have to take a, I don't think that's something specific that I do, but when I walk into a space and I see that and I'm like, Ooh, nobody here looks like me. Uh, again, you know, I, 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 there's like a mental preparation that happens, um, in, in those environments I can, I will push through it and, um, but it is not as seamless as a, of a transition as when I walk into a space where it's diverse with lots of people with different backgrounds. I do think I prepare myself mentally for, for those situations where I feel just really different than anybody in the room. And I think, um, I'm always still going to engage, um, but there's a, it takes a minute to start to feel comfortable in in that space as well. So that's another thing that I thought about as I was listening to to you all talk. All right. So this sounds it's this was a really interesting topic. It's like really and truly. I mean, it sounds like if everyone is truly who they really are, but they adjust based on the situation, the circumstance, the comfort level whether they're going to be introverted, extroverted, shy, assess the situation because I'm the only me. This was really interesting and food for thought. So with that, I say thanks for eavesdropping with us today. New episodes drop weekly. And to share your comments, say hi, recommend topics, or ask for advice, please reach us at flapyourlips at gmail.com. That's F-L-A-P-Y-O-L-I-P-S at gmail.com.